honestly, sometimes just staying positive for your kiddos is huge in itself because they see you and they model your behavior. Hello, listeners. Thanks for joining us today. We are back for season three of Seattle Diva with your host, Naomi Morgan. Enjoy the show. I'm very excited to have a special guest today. Her name is Sarah. Sarah, do you want to say hello to our listeners? Hi, everyone. Thanks for having me. Of course. Sarah, we are doing our season three all about coping with COVID-19. And this is a very important subject today because we are trying to relate to others who are like you. Do you want to go ahead and tell our listeners a little bit about who you are? Sure. Yeah, my name is Sarah, and I'm a mom of two boys. I have a third grader, and then I have a preschool little one, and we live in the Puyallup area, and I'm a stay-at-home mom. I have other kind of artsy stuff I do on the side, which obviously is all on hold right now, but yeah, that's pretty much me. And I think uh, we should just tell our listeners just a little bit about how we know each other because it's just kind of random, but also (laughs) perfect. Yeah. So Naomi and my husband went to high school together. I can't remember. You guys in the same grade? Oh, yeah. Okay. So you graduated together. And then many years ago, we don't have to say how many, but we went and saw you as Needy and Rent, which was amazing and my first time seeing Rent. And then we've just kind of connected off and on throughout the years over Facebook and kind of kept in touch through social media. So thank you so much, Sarah. I'm so excited that you're here, and please tell Caleb hello. And we, yes, we did we did go to high school together, but we also went to, we were at the same church together. So Oh, I forgot that. That's right. Yeah, we, we were in the same church for a while. I mean, I moved a lot, so I didn't really stick around too yeah. much, but... Yeah, so I knew yeah, I knew your husband well. That sounds really weird. <laughs> so <laughs> not at all. And he always spoke fondly of you for sure. So we were super excited when we got to see you and Rent and that was the first time for both of us, so it was extra special seeing Rent and then seeing you in it and you were amazing. Bravo. Thank you. So we're all about coping with COVID nineteen today and you explained to us that you are a mother of two small chill I shouldn't say small because yeah. They're probably growing like weeds. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> they do that. <laughs> so yeah, with- I would say they're in the little category, though, because, I mean, I have a lot of mom friends that have middle schoolers and high schoolers, and that's a totally different ball game from where we're at right now. They're, you know, definitely more hands-on as far as helping them get their schooling done right now. So Got I would it. put them in the, the little category. Okay, so with that... There are other ways that you have been affected than some of my other guests. If you want to explain to our listeners kind of what's going on in your world and how COVID-19 has affected you and your family. Oh, sure. Yeah. So, gosh, I don't even know what week we're on right now. If It's like week nine. Oh, I know. <laughs> but, yeah, when this all started, we were only supposed to be out of school for six weeks. No idea what that was going to look like but schools have been completely shut down and they've gone all online so basically all of us parents including myself are now homeschooling so I'm homeschooling a third grader and um thankfully his teacher she's amazing and props to all the teachers right now but she sends us 
weekly schoolwork for him, so I don't have to come up with curriculum. I don't know if that's how every school is doing things. It sounds like a lot of them are, especially in the Tulip District, but we pretty much are teaching third grade math and writing. Oh my gosh. Then my littlest, he was supposed to graduate preschool this year, so it was really sad having to say goodbye to his preschool teacher and classmates and friends and they are not providing any curriculum, so I've just been winging it with him. Oh, my goodness. But, yeah, so we're, um, my husband got laid off a few weeks after all this happened, so he's been home, so we kind of have been tag-teaming with the homeschooling because our nine-year-old, he's just, he needs somebody to keep on him and sit with him and do the work, and, mm. I mean, he's nine. So mm-hmm. there's some stuff he can kind of do on his own, but a lot of our mornings are spent at the computer and a lot of Zoom class meetings, which is a totally new thing. Mm-hmm. A lot of emailing teachers back and forth, and it's very different. It's caused a lot of tears on both my nine-year-old and me. I bet. <laughs> but I think at this point in the game... I don't know, we're what, like, we'll just say week nine or ten. Uh, we're, we're finding our rhythm and kind of getting the groove of things at this point. And it's, honestly, it's become the new norm, which is kind of sad. But, you know, you kind of have to make the best of the situation and go with where you're at. And school school, obviously, they're not going to be opening. So we're doing this till June 19th, I think, is what's happening. <laughs> Okay, so they've they've announced. I don't know everything that's happened if it's statewide oh, or sure. per district. Have they announced uh, school is obviously? I'm guessing done for the year. Yeah, it is a statewide thing. So school is done for the year as far as going to the building, but they are continuing it. I know it's been like a huge thing for like parents of graduate teens, but they are wanting kids to check in. So like his teacher has sent us email saying having mandatory like needing to check in with the teacher every week because I know it's hard because not every family has the capability to homeschool their their children some parents are still going to work some parents work from home and have more kids than I do and so some kids are just not getting as much hands-on time learning I know other moms they've got like four kids or more and it's just too much to juggle (laughs) like well, whatever gets done, gets done. How long do you take your kids to adjust? What makes me curious is kind of the transition phase, like that weird, like, we don't really know what's going on, Mom, but we have to stay home today. Like, was there, like, a breaking point and then a healing point, or was it just full confusion the whole time? How did that look in, in transitioning? Yeah, there definitely was kind of a roller coaster of emotions. Like, at first, my nine-year-old was like, yay, go to school. But then went kind of from there to being confused and sad about why we can't hang out with our friends. This isn't like spring break. This is a pandemic, and we're trying to keep ourselves and our loved ones safe and having to, you know, acknowledge that not just the grown-ups have emotions, to work through but these kids are also processing it and they process it so much more internally than we do as adults so we're you know having to recognize the outburst and see oh okay 
he needs to kind of sit with his emotions here and and see what's going on and Mm -hmm. not being able to see like grandparents and I remember one time I was taking the boys just to drive through to go get lunch and my nine-year-old was like not wanting to get in the car and running and hiding from me and like buddy what is the deal what's going on and he was just having a really rough day and then finally he admitted to me that seeing the people in masks was really scary Mm. and I honestly didn't think about that but the first time I went grocery shopping and I saw all the people in masks it made me take like a a breath like oh my gosh this is really real this is happening it's not just on tv and you know we're not really prepared for this they don't they don't give you like a handbook on how to prepare your kids for a pandemic so um just taking a minute to sit with him and say, you know what? It is scary. It's different and it's weird. It's weird for, you know, mommy and daddy too, but we wear the masks not to look scary, but to say, hey, I care about you. I want to keep you safe. And we have loved ones like my mom is a cancer survivor and my grandma, she's in her, you know, she's, she's in her 80s and other grandparents, we want to keep them safe too. We love them. So we do it out of love for you know, our family and friends. So yeah, it's been a roller coaster. There's the boredom, of course, of being stuck at home and not even being able to go to parks. That's been really hard. Um, Thankfully, we have a big yard, but I know not a lot of people do. So I don't know. (laughs) I don't know how those parents are coping, but I'm like... Oh, I know. Apartments and things like that? (laughs) Yeah, I just, I am very blessed and grateful. We just moved back to Puyallup in October from Vancouver area and I'm grateful that we were here for one during all this and not down there without family and friends even though we can't really you know hang out and see each other but yeah so I just I make them go out that's their PE we have a trampoline I'm like go have PE (laughs) go take the dogs around the yard and go jump on the trampoline oh that's so funny well I mean yeah thank god for the trampoline (laughs) (laughs) well thank you so much that is really um it's interesting to think about because i you know that's a really good insight Uh, you know yeah masks are scary yeah before when i would see somebody in a mask it meant like there was something really really dangerous around and i don't know it's just because that's the new normal it's just it's kind of creepy yeah, it, it is. It's a, it's a little bit eerie. And I didn't even think about, like, how that would affect my kids because we've been staying home so much. Uh-huh. But there are occasionally times where I need to go do something and I can have them sit in the car and just wait for me. And even then, them seeing the people with masks. But, you know, we, we talk about things and when things come up, I, you know, let them express how they feel and we talk through it and just do my best to explain what's going on as best as I I can mm-hmm. um, and just you know sometimes you have to see okay they're having a hard day what's going on here is it they're struggling with a new concept in school and I'm not their teacher or is it they're really missing their friends or this is really scary, or I'm, I'm over this, is this going <laughs> to be done soon? And not having any real solid answers to give them sometimes, it's, I don't know, and that's hard too, but, you know, I don't know, I understand this was hard, mommy's over this too, mm-hmm. but, um, you know, we have each other and our health, and we have this 
house that we are blessed to live in and get to all be together and we're all safe and healthy and thankfully nobody close to us has been affected. I know friends of friends and friends of family members and others that have been. We're very grateful for that as well and that kind of helps them keep some perspective. Mm, well, that's good. Let's um, let's get to this final part because I feel like you're going to have some really good insight for us. How are you coping? What are things that you have learned have really helped you and your family through this difficult time? I do have a lot of moms that listen to this Seattle Diva podcast, and I would love to just you know share across the board like more ideas more positive ways to get through this pandemic it's just been rough for everybody and if there's anything you wanted to share uh please do so yeah does wine count (laughs) oh i know (laughs) (laughs) yeah it has been hard and i definitely have gone through like i want to say like all the steps of grief and i'm sure everybody's had plans canceled we were supposed to go on a big week-long trip for my cousin's wedding and my youngest was supposed to be in the wedding and it was like one thing after another breaking my heart having to tell them this is not going to happen and feeling like helpless this is somehow my fault but it's not but I can't do anything about it so you know all the fun things that we were supposed to get to do and experience as a family and then frustration and the fear and kind of just allowing myself to go through all of that because I think if you don't you might find yourself in a really unhealthy place Mm -hmm. and I think now I'm kind of just in some respects enjoying the slower pace of things don't get me wrong I'm very much so looking forward to girls night when we can all finally you know get dressed up and go out and see each other again and hugging people and having people over and you know all those things that we miss but we've been just trying to make the best of the family time that we have right now especially with my husband being home playing more family games and doing bonfires and having uh, like family game night and then I tend to be a, a busy person I have a hard time sitting and relaxing so I've been really trying to make myself sit and have quiet moments and just let myself process things if I need to or just read and I know as a mom it's so hard to find those quiet moments Mm -hmm. um, especially with a nine-year-old and a five-year-old running around but just been communicating more with my husband if I need that time and He's very understanding, just with especially everything going on right now. If I need a few minutes, or if I just need to go to bed early, or take a bath, or go read, and just do those things to kind of recharge, because these days are long. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, you know, kind of checking in with some of my other mom friends and girlfriends, they're feeling it too. The days are long and exhausting. There's no breaks of taking the boys to grandma's to have a date night. You know, it's it's a lot. It wears on you, not just emotionally, but physically. And not, you know, knowing what things will look like when everything's lifted and the transition is not going to just be, you know, quick. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, just kind of those little things to um, give myself some moments of quiet and reflecting and a lot of going on walks when the weather is nice just to get out of the house I think even the fresh air just going outside can help change your perspective yeah it really does you know I started riding my bike again 
Oh, yeah. That's great. I sat on a bike and I was like, I feel like a child. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it really isn't quite like riding a bike again because I do have a bike. I have not ridden in a long time. And every time I get on it, I'm like, oh, my gosh, I've totally forgotten how to do this. Well, Sarah, thank you so much for your time today. I know you got, you know, a busy family at home and you got things going on. So we really appreciate you taking some time and sharing some words and some insight with our listeners today. Absolutely. I hope something I had in there was a a little nugget to help some other mamas. And if anything, at least some solidarity, knowing that we're all feeling it. The days really are long for, for everybody. And Um, just trying to make the best of a really sticky situation I think sometimes can bring that fresh perspective and I know everybody keeps saying this but we really are all in this together and I think that's you know the one way to stay positive and know we'll get through all this for sure and honestly sometimes just staying positive for your kiddos is huge in itself because they see you and they model your behavior and if you're stressed and worried they're going to see that and that's going to wear on them so I think if you can try and make it fun I know that maybe sounds silly or some moms are just tired and they're tired to think of fun but I mean at one point we even put a tent in the living room and some Christmas lights on it and put movies on and let the boys have that for the whole week and just make it their fort and why not you know I was just going to say why not (laughs) yeah I mean, get creative with your fun. If you live in an apartment, that would be, like, the perfect thing to do. Mm-hmm. Pretend, bring your outside inside, you know? Mm-hmm. Wow, thank you so much. That was wonderful. Yeah, thank you so much for having me, and stay healthy and safe. And that is it for Seattle Diva. We will see you next week. Have a great day, everybody.